And we're back. Tag team back again. Yes. Episode 49. We are getting inching. So close. Inching closer to the one year mark. So close. To the, are we going to do anything? We have to do a Bible Buffoons anniversary celebration. I don't know what that would entail. You know what we should do? Let's do like a Facebook group, we'll like do a, a live stream. People we'll do a Zoom. Do we'll a do a Zoom. Zoom party. Hey, let me tell you one thing. I am sick of Zoom. If I don't ever do another Zoom, I'll be cool with that. You know what? I just realized that I'm still paying for like Zoom Premium Pro Plus. Oh, nice. I need to like stop that. You probably should. $14 a month. I need to stop that. I wonder if they have like, well, staff meeting. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you should cancel that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, well, here's the deal. I had like I used it for a lot during the quarantine. For sure. And then we stopped using it. Then I had to get back on it because there's some other things that I did. And yeah. now it's like, oh. Yeah. I just keep forgetting. That's one thing that I forget about. Yep. So, yeah, Zoom stinks. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do, man, for our 52nd. 52nd. That's three away. For our year anniversary and what we're going to do for that year. I think I'm going to be out of town. Oh, so well, good. So we got to figure that out. <laughs> I'll go with you. So the one cool thing, yeah, come on. <laughs> the one cool thing or bad thing, I was looking at my calendar yesterday, day before. Student ministry like, what's really funny is that my wife still goes to our small group. Right. I, I haven't gone to small group all summer, <laughs> all summer because yeah. I'm doing stuff with the teens. They're like and, checking in on you like, is Justin okay? Yeah, and, and the people that have been there, that we've been there for years, know like, yeah. hey, we won't see Justin until then. But there's some like new people that are like, oh, I bet y'all love summer. Isn't like just like all this downtime? Like, no, son. And she goes, no. It's the like, opposite of it that. Is the, like, this is prime time for student ministry. We got 11 weeks where kids ain't doing much. Well, actually, they're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, we try to pack as much as we can those 11 weeks. Yeah. So that means family vacations, uh-uh. Negative. Trips, uh-uh. uh-uh. We don't do any of that. Ours is all like August, September. Yeah. So that's a good time. I mean, crowds really die down So too. that's what I like about that. We, you know, we go to the beach late August. Yeah. That's nice. It's like, oh, people are back in school. It's not as crowded. Yeah. Um, How are you going to navigate that though when you got kids in real school? So we got to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> but only for a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm okay to take them out once they're up to, like, fifth grade. Right. I'm like, come and, on. And I think the schools are okay with it, too. It's like, like, a certain age, and it's like, hey, they can't miss as many yeah. days and whatnot. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm down with that. Uh, so we'll see about that. But, hey, good to be with you guys. Hope you guys are having a good week, good day. I don't know about y'all, but I think this is the rainiest summer on record. Yeah. I actually think it might be. You ready for some unverified information? I'm really good about sharing that. I mean, I just said podcast. it was, and I have no <laughs> verified information, so, so I absolutely want yours. Uh, a guy that we both know, uh, Jeff uh, Young, yeah, a church at Birmingham uh-huh, uh-huh. pastor, uh, he posted on Facebook uh, last week that Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama, is one of the rainiest cities in the world. We don't, We just don't think about it like really? that. Yeah. And he had some stats. I'm not going to try to repeat those, but I just, I, I think we get a lot of rain here. I, oh yeah. Especially this summer. Yeah. I remember hearing years ago that like Nashville, where I used to live. What if, what if that post though was like a joke <laughs> and I'm taking it as real information? Do people, as always do your own research. We are not <laughs> researchers. Yes. Uh, Hopefully we're Bible researchers, but. To an extent. Not necessarily uh, uh, tree-related or weather-related. We should not be quoted in the Farmer's Almanac. Yes, 100%. Uh, I just remember growing up, 
or being a little bit older and when I lived in Nashville, hearing like the stat or whatnot of like Nashville gets more rain than Portland, Oregon. Yeah. And you always you just think of like Portland as like, oh, that's a rainy, yeah. cloudy city all the time. But it's like Nashville got more rain per year than they did. Yeah. I, and I think, this and I think was Birmingham's a, probably the same. This was a similar stat. It was like comparing us to London, which is also it's like very a, rainy. Yeah. And, and, you and we were like up there with London. Well, there was floods yesterday. Highway thirty-one was like we had roads, guys. Like it would be hard to have, hard to get places here yeah. in town, like cars, like sideways. Yep. In the medians, drowning. Yep. Chuck E. Cheese, mm, gone. No. Always flooded. It's <laughs> always <not> gone. <laughs> they just washed away. Vestavia Bowl. Yes. Always flood. They always flood. Always flood. Which I mean, you wonder how how bowling alleys made it through COVID. Not you great. Did, you can't uh, touch those balls. The. Uh, <laughs> Move along. <laughs> Moving on here. The owners of that, or manager's owners, you live down the road from me. I really? didn't know that until like in our old house, until like the month we were moving out and we realized it. I was like, oh, we would have talked. I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions about flooding. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? How, like, I know why, but how do y'all stop it's it? It's down and, in a pit. Yeah. And it's wood. Yeah, a lot of wood. A lot of wood. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to get. Mm mm. Uh, submerged. It's gonna it's gonna retain some moisture. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's gonna buckle. You know, a uh, fun fact about me: not a lot of people know this. I love bowling. No, you don't. I got my own ball. I got my own shoes. I love bowling. I made a bunch of money in college bowling. Really? Yes. They'd have tournaments. You know that I love bowling. I didn't know that. My own ball. No. My own shoes. How about that? I took bowling in college. We've never bowled together. I know. I, we're now going bowling. We uh, I, we can I, go disc golfing when it's nice. Bowling in the not so nice weather. So I had I waited tables mostly through college. That was one of the main jobs I had. Um, but I found this sweet little racket that every Friday night at the bowling alley, uh, I can't remember what Bama Lanes is what it was called in Tuscaloosa. There'd be a group of guys that go around and they'd sign people up for Saturday tournaments. There was some heavy drinking going on on Friday nights at yeah. the Bama Lanes. And so people would sign up and pay their 20 bucks to enter these tournaments on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. And they would never make it. And three-fourths of the people never showed up. So you could show up and come in like third and win 400 bucks or something like that. And so on Saturday night, when you show up to work your shift at the restaurant, people say, oh, we got too many people. Does anybody want the night off? Well, I've already made 400 bucks, so I'm out and get my Saturday night off. Look at you. How about that? It was a good little racket. When I was in college, nothing like that. <laughs> but when I was at Western Kentucky up in Bowling Green, Thursday nights were 25-cent game nights. There you go. And so Thursday nights, me and the guys in the dorm, we would load up, and we'd be like, let's go. We'd all pile in people's cars and go. I'm like, we're here for hours. Like, what'd you spend? Oh, I spent like a dollar and a half today, <laughs> and I played so many games. Yeah. And we all bought our own shoes. I actually think I got rid of my ball. Oh, did you? I had a ball since. Katie has tried to get me to get rid of my ball, and I it's had just still in the garage. Since, I think I got mine in like 10th grade. Really? Ninth grade. Yeah. Like I had it. I used to bowl a lot when I was younger. Anyways, let's go bowling. Let's go bowling. I now love bowling. Now when I bowl, I get so sore. I'm just, uh, the same. Just I, an old man. That's, I mean, you're throwing a big old 14-pound ball. I don't. I throw a 10. Nice. I try to save it. I try to save more. Got it. Um, I love bowling. All right. Well, that's what we're doing. It's never good at picking we're, up that We're going to live pin, stream our, our one-year episode. Have a, <laughs> we're going to have a bowling party. We're going to have a bowling birthday party. If you're in town. You're invited. You're invited. We're going to do that. Let's put something out on like on a website. Do we have a website? Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. 
All right. Um, hey, speaking of websites, speaking of things, this is not a good segue. Oh, state stats. <laughs> I had to remember the, the thing. You state stats. It. It's been a long time it has since been we have a long done time. a state stats. Yes. So we kind of. Well, sort of state stats. So stat. we kind of have a sort of state stat. Yes. We got district stats. <laughs> we got District of Columbia. Yes. We got Washington, D.C. It's Joe Biden. Is in there. Doubt it. He emailed me. That's <laughs> yeah. not true. No. He sent you a letter. He did. He sent about, you a letter. About uh, child tax credits. Getting monies. Yes. Getting monies. He sent you a letter. Found but he, it, he, I found it odd that we got the letter the same day it went to our bank account. Oh, how'd they know? I, see, I'm like, how oh, am right there? That's weird. <laughs> so my letter from from Joe Biden, the president, had a little handwritten note at the bottom. It was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I love the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep it up. I love it. Um, yeah, District of Columbia. Uh, people could live in Virginia and drive into D.C. That's right. very close. Yep. Maryland, whatnot. But, hey. Welcome. That's 30. But we don't count that as a state. Is it, what does the website count it as? A state? Well, it doesn't say states. It just kind of, well, okay. yeah, it does actually. Yeah. The website kind of counts it as a state. So, but officially, we're up there and yeah, got that. Um, I had a buddy call me last night. Um, he's on episode three. Oh, so he got a little bit. He got a little bit to, to listen to us if he ever makes it this far. Pete Blank. Um, he goes to our church, uh, has his own podcast. Yeah. Has his own like, and he's like a, a motivational speaker, like a leadership speaker, right? Well, not a, a motivational. Sounds. I don't know. He's like a leadership speaker. Yeah. Called Pete Pete's points. Pete's points. You can get your Alexa and say Alexa. And it's like a 20 second Pete's points on there. Oh, or I think he has a podcast. Yeah. Um, and some, and he goes on speaking, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, he goes to our church. He called me last night. What are you doing, buddy? <laughs> like, ah, what are you doing, Pete? What's up, man? Uh, and he's just like, I'm listening to your podcast. I'm driving to Savannah, Georgia. I'm three episodes in. We're like, sorry, you should Those get to first ones weren't. You should get to episode ten or twelve. That's when we hit our stride. I think. Yeah. He's like, nope. I'm starting from the beginning. Let's go. So, Pete, when when you hear Peter. this in 2023, thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Nice. With that, and go check out Pete's. Yeah, for sure. Pete's points. Good guy. Pete Blank. Yeah, I love it. Uh, his kids went to the student ministry and did all that cool stuff and graduated last year. Have that. So, hey, this morning um, and last night and whenever, we were kind of talking about uh, um, with our new series, Philippians 4 series, like 4, 4 through 9 is where we've been at. Right. And we're kind of like, hey, there's about six or seven different topics in here. And as we broke them down, we're like, yeah, of course, topic, topic, topic. And I think we had this topic as two. We did. And we made an executive decision not to do two, but just to do one podcast on six uh, and seven six and seven you they, could do two you could but you'd have to be rehashing a, six so it's, much it's a it's a stretch so you might yeah. as well just put them together right and not make it um six leads to seven they go together they go together uh, yes they are married they are tied so uh i think that um we're just gonna hit four six and seven um if you guys back a few podcasts ago we did for eight yeah which is what I taught at this camp. Yes. And so we did eight, and then we said, ooh, let's do all of this area. So then we went back and did rejoice. We did four. I and say then rejoice, five. rejoice yes. always. I say it again. And then, <laughs> and then five was... Uh, gentleness. Gentleness. And then now we are on six and seven. Um, so we're just going to see how this goes, guys. It's going to be great. We're going to read the Bible. 
do what we always say, what I always tell our teens. We're going to dissect it Ooh, and digest it. I like that. What does it say? What does it mean? And then how do we apply it? All right. That's what you should do to the Bible whenever <laughs> you read it. And like it's, that's not revolutionary. Um, all right. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made, be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So again, on, on the surface you read it and you go, we could easily have done two on this. Yeah. But they tie in so well together. And we're going to hit some points uh, that we hope you guys like. So it really kind of starts off with, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. But this idea of this anxious thought being anxious, um, it, I didn't pull any stats up because there were so many last night. Yeah. I started to kind of compile some anxiety stats. There's a lot when you talk about teenagers, yeah. but just in general, there is just this rise in anxiety. And, um, and that was probably already true. Well, it was Before true. COVID. Well, it was true in like 18 and 19. It was yeah. raising, well, I looked at some stats, but you got to think. You add you on COVID, global yeah. pandemic, economic disaster, all that yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, people are anxious for sure. Well, and and I think it is worth talking about. The, there's like two different things. There's like anxiety disorders mm-hmm. that is like medical right. things. Sure. And then there is like anxious thoughts. Yeah. <clears throat> and I would think that... This is my uh, this is my humble opinion. Okay, not everyone deals with anxiety disorders, and there's like a bunch of those. Yes, like there's list of those. We're gonna go through those. Not everyone deals with that. Thankfully, I would yes. say a, I would say a good amount of people do, right. but not everyone does. But I think every person deals with anxious thoughts in some form or fashion. I think you're right on. Right. Um, so we again we made a talk when when I did four eight. Yeah. When we did the thinking and, and we made and I actually had a lady come and talk to me and said, I love that you guys talked about mental health and getting help and medicine. And like, we believe in those things. We believe in those (laughs) things. So this is also the same boat. When we talk about anxious thoughts, I'm not talking about medical disorders Mm. that need treatment and medicine and doctors and things. This is your everyday anxious thoughts. Now they could be somewhat crippling. Absolutely. Right. And so I'm like, you know, also diminishing that side of it. Um, But this is like not your disorders. This is, your everyday thoughts. So I just want to throw that out there. It's a good place to start. And don't think that we're talking about two different ones. Um, so in this, we can just talk about anxious thoughts as a father, mm. as a dad, as a husband. Is there a running list of anxious thoughts that you might have? Is this something that you deal with mm. like on a regular basis? Um, I mean, again, I think we all kind of do, but is this something that I'd say struggle with or even just deal with? Yeah. So uh, this is frustrating for people that I love in my life, but I'm a very chill person (laughs) Uh, and really, and you know, I think this speaks a lot to just my sort of personality uh, rather than any sort of spiritual maturity, but I don't worry a lot. Um, I kind of take life as it comes. Um, but I will say that being a dad, 
one source of anxiety that I do have is like anytime my kids are not with me. So we just did that this weekend. Uh, Kids went up to grandparents' house while we went on a little trip. Really, the traveling makes me anxious. So like when my kids are in the car going somewhere and I'm not the one driving them. Um, and that's something that I really do have to kind of take a beat and talk to God about and say, you know, my whole life kind of is in this car right now. I'm going to trust you to watch over and get them where they need to go and to take care of them. But like in general, I'm not a very anxious person. You're not losing sleep over that. Um, I mean, be worried about it. Yeah. Um, what about you? Did you, I'm going to turn it back on you. Did you... (laughs) When we talked, uh, we talked a few episodes ago about like our job history and stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Did you have that when you were transitioning? Oh. When when you went from, uh, company one to another advertising company, and then from that company when you went here to full time ministry. Yeah. Was there a time like, did you ever lose sleep over that? Absolutely. Okay. Um, so there's periods and times transitions of for sure yeah. are anxiety inducing, even if they're good transitions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I would say we don't definitely don't have to go down, down this road, but like my transition from the job that I had for 11 years yeah. to the job I had right before this one was super anxiety inducing because man, you go from the known, the, the company I'd been with for 11 years was yeah. like family. I, you know, you know what to expect yeah, yeah, yeah. and then going into something totally new was pretty scary. Uh, and then, you know, moving into ministry, it's more of an anxiety mixed with an excitement. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah. you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, um, but there's still that element of the unknown. And I think that working in ministry, you kind of have a mix of that all the time because you never know what's going to happen. Like, this is a very weird career <laughs> to be in. You could, you could get a phone call that, could completely change the direction of your day, your week. You know, you just never yeah, know what's going to pop up. And we have talked and we've talked with, uh, you know, with ministers before about like, I don't lose sleep over it anymore, but you know, there's times where you're like, I like a hundred people could leave this church. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow. And they're like, we got to let people go. We can't have this many staff. Right. Right. Um, so there's, there's part of that. For, for me and being anxious, um, I, I think I'm a lot like you. I don't sweat uh, a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things. I'm just kind of chill. You know, like my wife will be like, well, we got to fix this. We get this. And there's this money and that money. And I'm like, it, it'll all work itself out. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, let's just figure it out. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, this morning I had to take my dog to the vet. Yeah. We had to put our other dog down like in January or yeah, I think January. So like. That's sad. I had to take a dog to vet this morning, which we've had for 11 years. I'm yeah. like, I'm a little, that's in the back of my head. Just kind of like, Hey, I just hope he's okay. I hope yeah. I get a phone call. that says, uh, you have a week left with yeah. your dog. I hope it's like, he just got bit by a snake and he's cool. Yeah. He just, he just been a little loopy this morning. Right. Yeah. I just hope that's the call we get. Um, but in most things, you know, I think when we had kids, that is kind of the pandemic was a little bit, um, but not for medical reasons. Yeah. I never got scared medically. Yeah. Um, just cause I, I was just like, I'm gonna give it to God. Like, yeah, I remember Mary Beth is a nurse. Yeah. And so she went to people's houses for a while. She's a nurse practitioner. Uh, but then they stopped it. But, um, right before they stopped her going in, 
they like sent like her job was sending these packages of like all this PPE, like gloves full, and masks and like yeah. a Tyvek suit and all these things. I remember driving home and she gets an email. I was like, what? And she goes, uh, the box that's on our porch was put together by a place in Nashville. Multiple people working on that assembly line are tested positive for COVID. Mm. So they're telling you don't touch it. So I am like outside with a trash bag and like gloves on, like <laughs> gathering this box. Yeah. And now we know it wasn't as bad. But like yeah. at the time, man. At, at the time, it was like, man, yeah. and like putting that away and all this stuff. And so, but even in that, I still wasn't anxious about yeah. touching things or getting sick. Uh, but I think you're right. I think having kids is something that really, um, you know, Jack said a day camp that I've never stepped foot in. Yeah. He goes to day school here. Right. I work here. Yeah. I know here. I yeah. know everyone there. I'm dropping off to some 15 year old and I'm like, see ya. <laughs> Have fun today, buddy. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. So there, it takes a little bit of that. Um, in there. I know that a lot of people in a lot of different areas and a lot of different ways deal with this anxious thoughts. Um, but, but for us, um, I just want us to read this verse again, read six, read seven. Um, and let's just kind of break this down. That's just okay. what we both enjoy doing. Um, is reading the Bible and kind of breaking it down where it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So I go back and forth. Here, this is a strong command. Yes. Do not be anxious about anything. Yeah. But what's hard is you can't stop that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, there's a twofold in this to me. Yeah. That seems like, how can you tell me not to be anxious when th those are thoughts that I can't control? Mm -hmm. Right? Like fear or there's certain things that maybe happen to you. And it's not like that fight or flight where it just comes into your brain. Anxious thoughts sometimes will pop into your brain and you're not even really thinking about it. Right. And so why is it telling us not be anxious? Mm. But when God knows that we can't really stop that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or, or we can't stop it from happening. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we could pop down to verse eight where we where we spent some time a couple episodes yeah. ago where it talks about all this beautiful good stuff it's like whatever's good Pure, righteous, all that yeah, stuff yeah. and then what does it say it says think think on these things dwell on these uh -huh. things meditate on these things i don't think we get uh, i don't think i know anybody who has the self control to control every thought that pops <laughs> I, into their head i don't but what you do get to choose is what you dwell on yes uh and you can choose to acknowledge uh what is making your heart anxious and then purposefully intentionally give those things to god who is actually in control actually <laughs> has the ability to do yeah. something about it or you can choose to obsess over it yourself and try to be god i think that's what's interesting about that command uh, i think what paul is is speaking pretty directly to is don't put yourself in god's shoes yes you're you're not the father you're the child. It's like it's like if Jack was worried about the, his next meal, right? Yeah. You're like, that's that's not something you need to worry about, buddy. I'm your dad. I, I love this. you. Yeah. I'm going to make sure you've got food always. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as yeah. long as I have power yeah. to do that. God and 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 it's like Scripture always says, if you who's a sinful person love and care for your child in that way, how much more? How we can't even imagine how much God loves and cares for us. Yeah, I. 
I think that's right on with his thought of like, we can't control our anxious, our immediate anxious thoughts. Sure. But we control what we dwell on and what we lose sleep over mm-hmm. and what we um, let control our brains and our mind. And stuff yes. That's not pure, right, lovely, all those things. Um, but, but in this, it goes straight from, do not be anxious about everything, but in prayer, make your request known to God. Right. And in this, he's saying, God's saying, let me handle it. Yeah. I'm the creator of the universe. Yeah. If you're worried about this, put it on me. Yeah. Right. Let me take care of this. Don't lose sleep over this. Um, because he wants to help you out in this. Cause he, cause you can't always do this alone. Yeah. Right. Um, for, I, good. Well, I was, I, there are two words that jump out in, in, in this verse to me. It says, don't be anxious about anything. Anything is a really big word. <laughs> and then it, and then it goes on to say, but in everything, submit your request to God. Uh, I think, and this is something that I catch myself doing now. It's like, I will be in prayer or talking to God and I'll think, God doesn't really want to know about this yeah. or he doesn't care about, th-. it says everything Oh yeah. to me that, that speaks to anything that you want to say to God is fair game. There's yeah. nothing that, that God doesn't want to be included in or doesn't want to minister to you and love love on you through even little stuff you well know? you know to take a page out of your book it is god wants this deep relational connection with us right and how do you do that yeah by communicating yeah, just talk by spending time <laughs> talking right like yeah. i remember being in like middle school and having like a girlfriend in middle school and you're on the phone with them for like two hours. Yeah. And you're like, I, we didn't say much. Yeah. It's just, we just want to be on the phone. Just be right? together. Yeah. I just want to beat it. And it's like just having that conversation where it's yeah. like, I don't think we ever talked about anything deep whatsoever, but yeah. it was just like being with one another and just talking. God's like, Hey, tell me about your day, buddy. Yeah. yeah like yeah. just like we do to our kids. Yes. I'm like, man, tell about camp. I don't know. Like, just what did you do? Like, yeah. Did you have fun? Did you run? Did you, did something happen or, would you do? And God just wants us to have that relationship. So with everything, yeah. like going to him with that, with everything. Um, to go to 1 Peter 5, 7, to go back about God doesn't want to do it alone. It says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Yeah. Like God says, cast your burdens, cast your anxieties, cast these things on me. Let me take them. Yeah. Because it will weigh you down. It will slow you down. It will hurt you. It will... St- stunt your spiritual maturity and mm, growth. Yeah. Let me help you with those. Yeah. And again, we can go back and do a Americanized version of, we don't want to be that vulnerable yeah. and mm-hmm. open even to God. Yep. It's like, Hey, dumb, dumb. He knows your thoughts. <laughs> like say them. Yeah. Right. So it's hard for us to go to a counselor or a friend mm-hmm. or a mentor or a shepherd or a wife or a spouse and say, Hey, here's what I'm struggling with in my anxieties. Yeah. But you can with God. Right. Uh, and you should with God. Yeah. And he says, come on, come on people. Yeah. I like to flip that verse around. I, I'm not really allowed to rewrite scripture, but like, I like to think of it like this. God loves you. God loves you so much. He cares for you. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to give him your anxieties and your cares? No, that's, I, that's I, on you. Like God yeah, loves you. He's yeah. waiting. And, and this idea comes up over and over in scripture and I, I was telling you a little bit about this before we got started 
Um, but I was reading uh, to Lila and Jude, my, yeah. my middle and youngest child, last night out of the Jesus Storybook Bible, yeah. which shout out to Jesus Storybook Bible. It's awesome. It's good. Um, but it was a section of the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus is talking about you know, why are you worried? What, what, what do you, what do you have to be worried about? Look at the birds in the field. Like they don't work for their food. They don't worry about it. God feeds them every day. And like, look at these flowers. They, they don't know how to make clothes, but they're more beautifully clothed than the richest (laughs) King that you could think of. If God cares about these wild animals and these wild flowers that grow, how much more does he care about you? But then I love the way that they paid, paid it off. And this is what makes the children's, the Jesus storybook Bible so good to me. It was like, at some point along the way, people forgot that God loved them that uh-huh. much, but the birds didn't forget and the flowers yeah. didn't forget. You just have to remember that God loves you. Yeah. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. That's great. Um, in that, so it says all, all of your anxieties with prayer and supplication. Yeah. Prayer being general prayer. Anytime you're talking to God. Prayer yeah. and supplication is more of this like focused, um, direct. You're asking God Here for is yeah. what I need, right? It's a request. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is this request. And so in this, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Whenever I am in an anxious state, and for me, sometimes I get it during the day, and sometimes it puts me in a weird mood, but typically I have a hard time falling asleep. Mm. Now, you put me on a couch <laughs> with anything on TV, Yeah, give, me 10, give me 10 minutes, he's and out. I'm over here snoring. You put me in bed, I'm up. That's where the thoughts start my, to roll. My brain, and it just could be like, I got this through tomorrow, or like it could be something as crazy as like, how are roller coasters built? Like my brain will just go like, right. It may not be bad, but my brain yeah. is just like, I wonder about, I bet it I just starts turning. Something. Yeah. It just starts turning. Right. But the times where that anxious thoughts come, um, I kind of go down this rabbit hole Yeah, and we get stuck in the what ifs. Mm. What if that, what if that, then what if that, and this domino effect to this and to that. And that's where it kind of races for me. Mm. And what I love in here is it says, before you get stuck down that rabbit hole, before you lay in bed for three hours wondering, before you sit in your office or your car or whatever it is where you are just like, just, uh, I won't say crippled, but you were just stuck in this anxiety state, go to God. Right. Don't let him be your second, third, and fourth request. Don't call your spouse. Don't call your friend. Don't go to God first. Yeah. It says go to him. Um, with that prayer, speak to him. And then with that direct request, God, I need your help in this. Yeah. This thought is taken captive of me, even though it may be like, Hey, I'm trying to figure out how to help my child. Like it could be okay thoughts, but like, God, don't let this cripple me in a way that I am not, um, uh, uh, acting or being in a mature spiritual state that you want me to be in. Mm. Help me to be cool headed. Yeah. Help me to work through this in a, in the, in the right, correct way that I need to. Yeah. Um, and I think that's big where he says, go to God prayer first. Don't stay up for four hours. Now you might afterwards, who knows? Yeah. But go to him first. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, um, I've struggled with this a little bit, you know, just personally, it's like 
I, I have uh, a little difficulty trying to understand when I'm in prayer and, and it comes to a point where I am asking God for something specifically. I struggle with a little bit of back and forth of, should I be asking God this? Like, is this selfish? Am I, am I not trusting God's will? And there's the whole conversation about praying for changed outcomes and what, yeah. how does that actually yeah. work? But like, I think that's missing the point. Like, it's pretty clear in scripture. It says, bring those things to God and let him deal with it. Let him deal with it and let him deal with you. And what I've found is if I come to God with a selfish prayer, with something that is a little too Chris focused uh, and maybe isn't in line with what God's trying to do in my life, he will work that out in me through prayer. Yes. I don't get away with that. Well, and then prayer on this though, we need to, we need to redefine prayer mm. of not just At, yeah. me talking for 10 minutes. My shopping list minutes. to God. <laughs> it has to be, if you're in that relationship, yeah. a, and I took communication studies in college, right? Like that was my major. Like yeah. communication is a two-way street. Yeah, absolutely. You talk and you listen. Yep. Um, you have to listen to God. Yeah, for so sure. You have and to you have to make space to listen to God. You have to, to make God. space for the spirit. Because yeah. if you're saying God wants to work in you in those times, yeah. are, are you giving him time to allow him to work in you? Yeah. Or is it talk, 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 ask, 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 peace out, bye. Right. Hopefully God worked in me then. Yeah. Spend some time in that. Yeah, that's good. Um, in there. Um, and I really think anxiety, and we don't talk about this a lot, but I think it's a... I think it's mostly a spiritual battle too. Mm, yeah. Right? I think it's the evil one. I think it's a spiritual battle of, of, of the mind and of the heart and the spirit of, no, wrap your brain and mind around these things because mm -hmm. this is what's most important right now. Right. Because for most things that we get anxious about, it's probably money or kids, relationships, certain situations, work, loneliness, this and that. Like Those things kind of cripple us. And to like, that's what we always think about. And I think the evil one is like, continue to think about this because yeah. that is the most important thing mm -hmm. right now. Um, and I don't think we give it a lot of space to say, no, no, I, this is bigger than that. Yeah. And I think it's why also God says, come to me with this. Yeah. You can't battle this alone. Mm. You can't battle the evil one by yourself. You can't battle that spiritual realm warfare that's going on alone. Come to me with that. I got angel armies that are going to help us with this. Let's let me help you in that. So let's go to him first in that. And I think we have to recognize that this yeah. isn't a American pull your boots up, you know, pull your boots up by the straps by yourself. Like I'm going to do this. I can right. get it. No, God says, no, I can. Yeah. And I think, you know, it reminds me of the conversation we had about, you know, we just keep bouncing all over the yeah. place with, with this Philippians four section, but what, 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 are you taking in and how is that crafting mm -hmm. your mindset? Because I think a lot of, you know, I'm going to put some stuff over here in a different pile. There are things in life that are really, really difficult yep. and should cause you concern and, yep. and your attention is rightly on things, you know, sick loved ones, yep. death, mm -hmm. you know, real life things. But I think, and you, and you just went through that list. I think a lot of our anxiety over money and relationships and our kids come because we're comparing ourselves to things that we should never compare ourselves against. It's like, 
I've got media coming at me and saying, well, I need to be a, a Instagram influencer this. and make a million dollars a year or I'm a, a complete month. failure. Yeah. Uh, uh, my kids have to be doing this activity, this activity and wear these clothes or I'm a failure. No, like what media we, are we have you? have to go on this vacation trip. Yeah. If not, what that's are you right. Doing? What are you taking into your mind and into your heart that is creating a false comparison that God says, no, man, <laughs> like. Yeah, you 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 have to listen to me and what I say about you. It's uh, it's comparison versus satisfaction, right? Yes. Um, and this goes along. I mean, uh, like I want to bounce around like eight different things now, <laughs> just what you said, because um, it's going to lead into verse seven with peace. Yes. Um, we we'll talk about peace here in a second. What you talked about, peace. Peace leads in to verse eleven. Uh, 4.11, not that I'm speaking on being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. Right. Right. And so this whole thing could be talking about living in contentment. Right. Living in a state of peace. Those two go along with each other, right? But like the anxieties of the world, the this of the world. Yeah. Um, I'm not rejoicing because I am... Uh, I'm always looking forward, striving, uh, um, a goal that shouldn't be obtainable or right. that is not worth your time. Yep. Um, you should be spending time on something else. So all these things wrap our brains around we're our hearts, not at peace Yep. because we keep searching these things. And so that keeps us up at night. Yeah. And God's like, ah, uh-uh, bring it all back, bring it all back in. Yeah. Paul's in jail. <laughs> and, and he, he just wrote that he has found contentment in any circumstance, yeah. including being in jail. in jail. How easy would it have been for Paul in writing this letter to the Philippians, who are not in jail, <laughs> to, to, uh, to be jealous of, mm-hmm. of their position or that they're not being persecuted in the same way he's being persecuted? No, he, his contentment is in Christ. And that's what we're invited into, too. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, so six. <clears throat> um. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We even hit on the thanksgiving part. But yeah. Like, with thanksgiving, like, yeah. God, you've put me in a situation, but I'm still thankful. Yeah, thankful for his love and his blessings and his care, and that he's listening. I think, um, I think that word thanksgiving is a guard for us, because you read prayer and supplication right before that. It's easy to, sw- to think, well, I can just whine mm-hmm. to God. Yeah, I can yeah, just yeah, complain. Yeah. No, it's saying... In these requests, remember what God's done for you. Remember mm-hmm. his goodness. And with mm-hmm. that mindset, present your request to God. May Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So that even, and then in verse 8, it talks about the minds and what you think of, right? But here, in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So to me, again, I think this is a two different step area, right? This is a heart area. This is a spiritual area, right? This is also a mental area. I think there's a lot of things going on here where it says in these anxious ideas, what, what would be the opposite of being anxious? Peace. I would think peace, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Like like being in a state of peace would be opposite of being anxious. So I think he says like 
when you're in this, mm. go to God in prayer, listen to him in prayer, do it in Thanksgiving, know this, and may the peace of God, right, may that kind of wash over you. Yeah. Um, that surpasses all understanding. Mm. Guard your hearts. Yeah. So I think there's a big area there too of like, what do you have guarding your heart? Mm. What do you let guarding your heart? Yeah. Is it the peace of God? Yeah. Is it the world? Is it more anxiety? Is it things that are like letting it in? Or do you got this big old bouncer, <laughs> right? Saying, uh-uh, you're not getting in. Yeah. Like the peace of God there saying, I'm going to let what is true and noble and mm. right and praise. I'm going to let those things in. Right. Because that's what belongs in the heart. Yeah. You could flip it around. I'm, I'm done that several times today, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, do you want peace? Are you a person who desires a more peaceful attitude, a more peaceful heart? Well, then you've got to make it a priority to be in relationship with God mm -hmm. and be, be comfortable sharing what's bothering you with God. It's yeah. like six, the result of verse six is seven. Mm -hmm. If you put these things into practice, you will have a treasure, which is the peace of God, which nobody can understand. It doesn't say that uh, non-Christians are going to look at your peace and be like, what's up with that guy? They will. Yeah. But it's even beyond our understanding. Those of us who are in Christ, the peace, other people who believe and follow Jesus will look at you and say, man, if I were him, I'd be, yeah, I'd be upset right now. But he's, he's got this peace that, <laughs> right? I, that I just can't explain. Seven has that in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. And so it's so that idea of just, without all this, you know, without understanding that surpasses our even brains and thoughts um, of going like, man, why am I at peace now? Yeah. And I think that's where it really comes from is like, I just gave it to God. I went to the throne of God and said, here is what I'm dealing with. Mm. I need peace. And there's times where you come back and you go, man, I have it. Yeah. How? Yeah. How did this you just, yeah. how did this just occur to me? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, cause God says, Hey, let me do some work, buddy. Yeah. And you're not going to fully understand it. Yeah. You're not going to understand this idea of having that peace there, um, which surpasses all understanding. I just want to keep going back to it. Uh, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I think there's a part there again of like, what is guarding your heart? Um, is it the peace of God? Are you letting God guard it? Um, and that could be, again, I think this is the circular. This could be this contentment issue uh, of just like being content and saying mm. like, because that would probably lead into a lot of this anxiety. Right. Like, I don't have, I need, yep. I want, what ifs. And you kind of run in that battle. You go down the rabbit hole of the what ifs. Yeah. It, but if you're content and going, well, God loves me. Mm. I have this peace. I don't need to go chase down that rat race of whatever right i can just sit here in the presence of god and go this is enough yeah this is enough for me yeah i think it's interesting that it's it's phrased the peace of god um there's a couple different ways i mean there's probably lots of different ways <laughs> that that the bible talks about peace in relation to god uh -huh. um and there's peace from god which I think is a gift that we receive from God as a grace, as a, as a blessing from God. Um, and that can be in the form of, you know, good circumstances in life. It could be, you know, good gifts, you know, good relationships, that kind of thing. And 
so that's sort of one one aspect of, of yeah. peace from God. There's peace with God, and that, that sort of speaks to the reconciliation that happened in Christ on the cross. Yeah. Um, also a grace and a <laughs> blessing and a gift. But this says the peace of God. And to me, that, that speaks to um, the peace that God himself is embodied by, right? So yeah. God himself is a, is a being who is unruffled, right? <laughs> like God doesn't get uh, anxious. Yeah. And I think what this is inviting us to is as you grow and as you mature spiritually, we should start to take on some of these characteristics of Jesus, and I think that when it says the peace of God, it's an invitation that we can, we can uh, take on that attribute in a way that doesn't make sense, in a way that we're not really able to as humans, but through our relationship with Christ, through the power of the Spirit, the peace of God is something that we can experience. Oh, it's almost like there was... Uh, uh, a section of Bible that we have talked about that is part of a spiritual maturity <laughs> that you get these things. Right. Fruits of the spirit. Yes. Peace. Yeah. Right. That's in the middle of it. Right. Like we keep running back to that, but spiritual maturity and a lot in this, what Paul is talking about over and over again, when they're dealing with almost every time you hear of a conflict or dealing with anything in the Bible, it is basically saying like, you seem to be more spiritual mature. Right. And here's how to do it. And yeah. here's what you should be searching for. And I like that idea, what you talked about, of like God being of this peace, which also goes to surpasses all understanding. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like we can't comprehend and fathom our peace-sized brains can't even <laughs> wrap our brains around like the peace of God. Right. Because it's more than we've ever known and can tell. And same with the love of God and the grace of God and the knowledge of God and the power of God. Like we just can't, we just yeah. can't get it. Yeah. So, but even the piece of that. Yeah. And so sometimes when he does a little like medicine dropper of peace and he gives it to us <laughs> and it's more than we've ever yeah. known, yeah. like how did this happen? It's like, it, well, it surpasses everything Yeah. because we don't, we just touch, touch the hem of his garment of peace. Oh, that's good. And it's more than we've ever known that's good he's like there's more where this comes from yeah it comes in me it comes in me yeah the peace of god yeah and god if if we could really wrap our minds around the fact that god in and of himself is perfectly content yeah he he longs for nothing he 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 is perfectly happy and in relationship with himself as a, a trinity yeah. god and the crazy thing is that he has invited us into that and we get small glimpses of it in yep. this life, yep. but our ultimate reality is the full expression of that perfect relational harmony with God, with, with Jesus and with the spirit that will be free of these anxieties because we'll be perfectly content in relationship with God. I don't want to derail again. I wish we had a producer to <laughs> tell him to, what do we call him? Tim. Tim. Write this down, Tim. Tim, write this down, buddy. Uh, this is going to be another. This, this is going to be a fall series for us, or a fall one. When the leaves start falling, because I because I want to push back with what you just said. Okay. But we don't have time. I don't have time the next few weeks. We got to get through Philippians. I got to get through the summer. I want to spend some time on this. Okay. Maybe even bring someone else in. Ooh, an expert. But you just said God longs for nothing. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. Okay. Doesn't he long for us? 
So in that, that that's, that's just what I'm getting at is he doesn't need or want anything. He does. He doesn't need, but he wants us. I think that would be the, the distinction that I would make. Yes. Okay. And, and so, and so maybe we don't need the whole podcast, on this, but, <laughs> but in my head, you were just talking. I was like, I don't know if that's truly right. But again, my brain can't comprehend God. Yeah. And so maybe he's like, no, I'm content. The more the merrier. Yeah. I've already done the work of my son to you. Right. The more the merrier that can come in here, the great. Um, and I'm going to put myself all the way out there for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put my spirit out there for you. I've already put my son out there for you. Yeah. He's content with who is coming to him. Cause he's like, I've already done the work. Yeah. I think that may be different from old Testament and new Testament mm. that that may be changed. Now I don't want to talk about the God, but like that changed when he gave his son. Yeah. Now he's like, it's, it's finished. Yeah. Now we're here. Well, so, so, <laughs> I can't say one more word without acknowledging the mystery of God and that if, if, if we were now to... that's our new thing, right? So we talked about, <laughs> there used to be something, the fruits of spirit hits every episode. Yeah. Now the mystery has been hitting a bunch of them. So I'm not going to, yeah, I'm yeah, not going to sit here as some guy and try to tell you what God wants or yeah, needs or I'm, whatever. I'm the same thing. Uh, and I think we do see clearly in scripture that God desires all men yeah. would come to know him. And, and I think desire is a really interesting word. Um, well, and, and there's a way where God's heart breaks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, there's something there. Yeah. But it, it always has to deal with us and our relationship with him. Right. Right. I think that's always where it's at is like our relationship with him and possibly our relationship with other people and how we treat them. But love God, love others. Yeah. And those two things we get a little messed up. Anyways, yeah. that may be another <laughs> podcast, but I, I, I just thought like, I don't know. Yeah. Not that what you said was wrong. Yeah. But it might be. But it just made me think. Who knows? (laughs) But it just Uh, made me think on like, does God... I was just thinking about, um, you know, kind of going back to that, some of the thoughts that I have in prayer. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a a misconception. This is in the same same line of thinking. God doesn't need our prayers. Okay. Oh, yeah. He wants... Absolutely. ...to be engaged with us in that way. Absolutely. And I think... In my mind, I kind of blow that into a into a bigger idea that God really, if God had never created us and never went down this whole path, I think He would still be perfectly content and happy yeah. within Himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what we can bring to the table is something beautiful and wonderful. Um, I just don't know how that how that interplays with need versus want yeah. and but i mean we're living the story so it's real like oh absolutely and, uh, yeah and, we're and, we're in the middle of it yeah like you know we talk sometimes about the bible and we're like well we have genesis and revelation but like hey we're in the middle here yeah like we're before revelation guys like we have a part to play um and a, and a story to play yeah in the story of god um, and that's also one cool thing that he allows us to be there yeah. um, and to have that. Um, all right. So anxious thoughts, don't go down the rabbit hole. Mm. Um, go to God first. Yeah. Like let him take care of it. I'm not going to say he's going to fix everything, Yeah. but that anxious heart, anxious mind, anxious spirit, give it to God mm. um, with your prayer. Yeah. With, exactly what you need and then spend time with him. And if you want him to help fix it, you might want to spend some quiet time with God. Yeah. Not just always talking. Um, that he will give you peace. Mm. 
Um, ask for that peace. God, give me that peace. You may not understand the peace. The peace may be out of this world, and you're like, what is going on? But in that, um, and I think that peace leads us to us being content. Mm -hmm. I think content leads us to less anxious thoughts. Yes. And it kind of helps out that cycle of prayer and petition and peace. And that will limit the anxiety bucket. Yeah. If you will, because we're filling it with peace instead of anxiety. Yeah. We're, we're fickle people. Yeah. And it's, it's what we choose to set our minds on that Mm -hmm. is going to create whatever mindset and attitude that we're going to have. So we have to choose to, to submit these things to God or we can choose to not and you'll spiral. Yeah. And you know, you have those days where you wake up and you're just like, man, why did I spend all night thinking about and doing that? And I used to do it when I was younger. And I I don't know if it's anxious thoughts. Maybe it was. And there was some excitement and some anxious and some like, don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to try to plan everything out in my head of every step that's going to happen. And, I can tell you everything I've ever planned out has never worked. <laughs> right. Um, and so it's like, stop planning it. Yeah. Live in the moment, live, live by the spirit, live yeah. with God. Um, and just have peace to go. Okay. Yeah. Um, now it'd be different because I think me and you are a lot alike in this where we're just kind of, Hey, we're long for the ride. Yeah. We, we, there may be people listening to this podcast <laughs> that too. hate this. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I just hate the fact that we don't walk around anxious all the time. I know. <laughs> I know. Like this isn't something that I struggle with all yeah. the time. Yeah. This isn't one of those things where it just racks my brain around, but um, it'd be interesting though, to speak to somebody yeah. that's like, no, I deal with this. Yeah. Um, th- maybe not in a crippling way of medical, medical, that's a whole different thing, yeah. but maybe someone is like, no, like this is I'm just, just generally an anxious I'm just person, generally yeah. an anxious person a lot. And I just need help in this. And, um, well, hopefully Philippians four, six and seven will help you and yeah. read, read the rest of that four, read all of four. Just uh, read the whole book. It's yeah, just read Philippians. <laughs> uh, just, uh, just read the Bible. Yeah. There we'll you just, go. We'll just go on. Um, but hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, we'll come back at you. What is next? We've already done eight. Uh, so nine, nine. So we'll do nine. Um, I'll, I will read nine right now just so we got it. Preview. Preview for our next episode. Um, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And the God of peace, okay, there you go. will be with you. Yes. So we, we did eight a few weeks ago. We kind of had an order, but we may wrap up here nine. We actually may go to 10, 11. We talk about, we, let's just do Philippians 4. Let's just it's going to be great. Um, well, hey, have a great Thursday, the 21st. Yes. No, the 22nd. 22nd. Today's 22nd. Tuesday. We do this a few days early, guys. <laughs> it's the 20th this morning when I'm doing this. Um, have a good Thursday, episode 48. Let us know some ideas that we could do for our one year. Like, you know, we haven't had a burger in a while. Oh, boy. What if we did? A burger bash. A burger bash. <laughs> He's so excited. A Papa Buffoon's Burger Bash. Yeah. Birthday. One, one year birthday celebration. A birthday Bible Buffoon Burger Bash. Wow. Is that five? That's several Bs. We can add more, I'm sure. Let us know, guys. Uh, <laughs> no one ever does. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we have a few people that text us. We yeah. did get one more rating on Apple iTunes. Thank five you. stars. Thank you. We're Thank up to you. like 19 or 20. Come on. Come on, guys. More people listen to that. Just hit that. Hit the little. St- Come on. Let's- Only if you're going to do five stars, though. Let's get 30. That'd be great. By next week. If you haven't done it, do it. We'll give you two weeks. By the end of the month, 30 
five star reviews. Yes. I think we're at 19 or 20 right now. It's only 10 more. More of you guys listen to this. I know. Even if you don't like us, <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just it's d- fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, send it to your friends. We love you guys. And we will catch y'all next week. Bye, folks. Peace.